How's everyone doing? This is Neil Parks, the host for Paranormally Speaking. Thank you for joining me for another episode of A New Week. It is currently the beginning of June, and we are fastly approaching the midway point where it becomes the first day of summer. And it's going to be a hot one. I'm sure it's going to be a weird one because we're still technically under lockdown nationwide, both for a pandemic and for an onslaught of riots, uh, destructive protests, and honestly, a lot more peaceful protests than there are destructive. Uh, If you look at actual video evidence and evidence collected from various investigators and people who are just passerbys or those that are watching, you'll see a lot of the vandalisms being committed by white people. And, of course, this gets pinned on the black people involved in the demonstrations, and which eventually becomes a riot. That's the sad reality of this. This week, I'm going to be discussing some fun facts, weird news, strange encounters, strange happenings, and a few more special added bonuses that I'll throw your way. Uh, Please hold for an important message from our sponsor. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, Are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. A couple of ghost hunters say they ran out of a Louisiana property compared to the Amityville Horror House after seeing a black mass that drained their energy and gave them chest pains. Ghost hunter Greg Matlock says after he called out for a sign of a spirit in the house, a door slowly swung open. Fellow ghost hunter Cindy Parr said a ghost had switched off the lights and drained energy in their devices. The duo, who have hunted ghosts for 20 years, claim it is the worst place they have ever stayed in. The house was listed for free on Facebook in March, and it's claimed the owner's great-grandmother haunted it. The Louisiana home that has been compared to the Amityville House, the House of Horror, of course, in Amityville, that is. The two ghost hunters in Louisiana have said they ran out of the home and have been comparing this house to the Amityville House. They were spooked by the paranormal activity. Don Vallat De Clout listed the 1930s property for free in March, and locals claim that the owner's great-grandmother Adele haunts the place. On a recent visit, Cindy Parr and Greg Matlock appeared to confirm the dead may be among them. They basically closed themselves off in this property during this pandemic lockdown and had a bird's-eye view of the activities and the going-ons in the house from morning, noon, and night. The footage obtained by the son, the pair who have hunted ghosts for 20 years, are heard reacting in surprise as they get a spook. What a way to word that. Matlock is heard calling out down a hallway for a sign of the spirit's presence. Matlock and Cindy Parr say they were spooked out of the house and began running away. The two-story home was built in the late 1920s to 1930s and housed several generations of a family over the years. Matlock said he called out for a sign. The door swung open 
and then abruptly slammed. He is then heard apologizing and says there's definitely something here. He didn't want to upset it any further, so they ran out when things got heated. He says on the second day, we actually went in and stayed the night. It killed five of our batteries. They feed off the energy, Parr told the son. We asked for a sign, and if it wanted us to leave, after it shut down a light, we were like, okay, but we didn't leave yet. The bedroom door that was Miss Adele's that opened up and then closed, it is definitely haunted and was very creepy. Adele was four foot nine when she died at 90 years old, but the ghost hunters hinted someone else may have been around. Matlock described a 2 a.m. encounter saying I turned into the room and saw this black mass standing there. It wasn't a shadow or anything like that. It was pretty wide. I don't think it was the older lady. I think it was something totally different. The figure was bigger and stood about six feet tall. It started to turn and just thought to myself, oh no, and I ran out. I was done. It was unbelievable. Everything just slowed down as this happened. It wasn't just me seeing it. It was what I felt when I was there, and you could feel the power. It was bad. It was dark. Not a good situation to be in at all. We got out, and I was definitely exhausted. Whatever this was drew the energy from you. My chest was even starting to hurt, and I had trouble breathing. The duo prayed after the incident and began to make their way home, but changed their minds and went back inside the house again. There they experienced another spooky incident. We could hear scratching on the walls, growling. It even started to smell like urine upstairs. That's not like your average ghost. That's something really bad, Matlock added. It was like watching Amityville Horror on TV, but we were actually living it. That house is definitely the worst house I have ever been in. I want to see what happens when someone else lives in it. I don't think they're going to be able to stay for long. Despite the history, there is a new owner who will move the house about 20 miles away. It could cost as much as $80,000 to move. Sylvia McLean, the co-owner of McLean Investments, posted pictures of the house located in Lafayette, Louisiana, on Facebook in March, saying it was up for grabs. Gratis to anyone who was willing to pick up the house and move it off the land. She wrote that the iconic home was built in the late 1920s and that it has been unoccupied for the last six months, but was vacated due to development after her company bought the land. We have concentrated our efforts in development cost and saving as much and many of the trees as possible and simply do not have a place in the neighborhood for this home any longer, she wrote. In an effort to save the history of it, she said her company decided to give away the home to someone willing to move it off the property and restore it. The home, she noted, needs some tender, loving care, but had two working air conditioners. The Facebook post attracted hundreds of comments from people interested in taking the 2,400-square-foot house, as well as a slew of notes from home, former home residents and locals who noted that the house was haunted by something dark and very sinister. Quarantining with a ghost, it's scary. For those who believe they're locked down with a spectral roommate, the pandemic has been less isolating than they bargained for. It started with the front door. Adrian Gomez lives with his partner in Los Angeles, where their first few days of sheltering in place for the coronavirus pandemic proved uneventful. They worked remotely, baked, 
took a two-mile walk each morning and refinished their porcelain kitchen sink. But then one night, the doorknob began to rattle, vigorously, so loud he could hear it from across the apartment. Yet no one was there. In mid-April, Mr. Gomez was in bed when a nearby window shade began shaking against the window frame so intensely, despite the fact that the window was closed. An adjacent window shade remained perfectly still. The cats were all accounted for, and no bug nor bird or any other small creature had gotten stuck in there. That, Mr. Gomez thought at that point, it was perhaps a small earthquake. I very seriously hid myself under the comforter like you see in horror movies because it really did freak me out a little, he said. Now, though, neither he nor his partner noticed any unexpected or unexplained activity at home before this, the couple can distinctly make out footsteps above their heads. No one lives above them. I'm a fairly rational person, said Mr. Gomez, who is 26 and works in IT support. I try to think, what are the reasonable, tangible things that could be causing this? But when I don't have those answers, I start to think maybe something else is going on. They are not alone, possibly in more ways than one. For those who experience the self-isolation, it involves what they believe to be a ghost. Their days are not just by Zoom meetings and punctuated under that or homeschooling, but by disembodied voices, shadowy figures, misbehaving electronics, invisible cats, cozying up to them on the couch, caresses from hands that aren't there, and even in some cases, to borrow the technical parlance of Ghostbusters, free-floating, full-torso, vaporous apparitions. Some of these people are beyond frightened, and of course, others say they just appreciate the company. There is no scientific evidence for the existence of ghosts, a fact that has little bearing on our collective enthusiasm for them. According to a 2019 YouGov survey, 45% of U.S. adults believe in ghosts. In 2009, the Pew Research Center found that 18% of Americans believe themselves to have seen or otherwise encountered before stay-at-home restrictions in New York, Patrick Hens, 42, left Manhattan with his husband and daughter to spend six weeks at an adorable cottage in western Massachusetts that they rented in, on an uh, Airbnb. One night, Mr. Hens woke up around 3 a.m., the 3 a.m. time. We've been over this before. Thirsty for a glass of water. He said he walked into the kitchen and saw a white man in his 50s wearing a well-worn World War II-era military uniform and cap sitting at the table. It seemed perfectly normal in the split second before I realized, wait, what's happening? And I turned to look, but he was gone, said Mr. Hens, who is the host of the podcast True Crime Obsessed. It didn't feel menacing at all. It almost didn't even occur to me to tell my husband the next morning. If you were to accept the premise that ghosts are real, it stands to reason that some tension would naturally result once their flesh and blood roommates start spending much, much more time at home together. Bernie Sanders says he'll reveal the truth about aliens if he's elected president. So far, we've had Two presidential candidates, one who is currently and unfortunately still our president, Donald Trump, who said at several of his little pep rallies that 
If he is reelected president, he will cure cancer. He will eradicate AIDS. And then Joe Biden turns around and says the same stupid thing. Neither one of these men have the power, the intellect, or the resources to do that. So making that a part of a campaign promise is political suicide, stupid, and just outright cruel. The Democratic 2020 candidate, Bernie Sanders, told Joe Rogan that if elected, he will reveal if UFOs exist, but only because his wife told him to. Presidential candidate Bernie Sanders has pledged to reveal the truth about aliens if he's elected in 2020. Podcast host Joe Rogan, like I said, asked the senator from Vermont in the final moments of an hour-long interview. He would tell the public about aliens and UFOs if he were to find something out while in office. Well, I'll tell you, my wife would demand that I let you know, Sanders replied with a laugh, adding that she had pressed him in his role as senator for any information on aliens. He said he doesn't have access to those kind of records. Sanders went on to say that if he did become president and found out anything about aliens, he'd announce it on the Joe Rogan experience. Though, this is a common question for Rogan to ask his guests. It comes after a recent uptick in conversations about UFOs following a rise in reports of unidentified aircraft by military pilots earlier this year. When asked about the increase in reports during an interview with ABC News in June, President Donald Trump provided little clarity on the origin of these reports. I think it's probably, I want them to think whatever they think. They do say, and I've seen, and I've read, and I've heard, and I did have one very brief meeting on it, but people are saying they're seeing UFOs. Do I believe it? Not particularly, he said. We're watching, and you'd be the first to know. To the disappointment of UFO watchers, Trump's predecessor was equally vague when pried for information on extraterrestrials when asked whether he'd demanded to see all of the classified files about Area 51 and UFOs on Jimmy Kimmel Live in 2015. President Barack Obama deflected with jokes. The aliens won't let it happen. You'd reveal all their secrets, and they'd exercise strict control over us, Obama said. I can't reveal anything. Kimmel also asked Presidents George W. Bush and Bill Clinton the same thing, to no avail. Given Sanders' pledge, UFO watchers should be interested to see what he can reveal should he succeed in making his way to the Oval Office. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hems makes it extra affordable. You pay just 30 bucks for a month's supply. And right now, get your first online doctor's visit totally free when you go to 4 slash good. That's right, free. Zero copay, no expensive appointments, no awkward face-to-face -face conversations to get your prescription. Hims connects you to doctors online who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe your ED medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. Hims makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hims, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash good. That's 4 slash good for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash good. Family is big around here. We're family-owned, family-operated, family-managed. And that means legacy. That means dependability. That means using Granger. With over 1.5 million products and knowledgeable product experts, Granger has whatever we need. And with same-day pickup and next-day delivery options, they have it whenever we need it. 
For over 90 years, businesses like ours have trusted Granger because, like family, Granger's got our back. Call, clickgranger.com, or stop by to see for yourself. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Now, these are some great reviews I'm about to read. This is uh, one reason I keep writing because obviously my words are making an impact in a positive way. Sure, there's going to be negativity, there's going to be people that or not going to like what I write, or not like the way I write, but all it does is inspire me to be better than the last book I released. Now, this top review is for my very first book that I released, Paranormal Chronicles, Tales of Humor, Horror, and the Absolutely Strange. This was a way for me to test the waters as an author to see if people would actually take me seriously and want to read what I've experienced, what I've been told, what I've seen with my own eyes, or what I'm writing from... Just a story that's been relayed to me. This top review says, I've wanted this book for years. I'm so happy that I finally got it. Thank you so much for that. That was from Country Boy 2448 uh, Next review is from a fellow author named Parker Stevens. She says, I really enjoyed this book because it was well-researched and you can tell that the author loves what he does. You can tell by reading this book that this is near and dear to him. Loved it. Well, that was awfully nice of you. Thank you so much for that, Parker Stevens. Another Amazon customer, it's anonymous, says, this is a great story. I like learning about anything in Ohio. It's fun to bring up in conversation and have a book to use as reference with real-life research. Very awesome. Thank you so much for that anonymous from Amazon. Another anonymous says, Neil is a great writer, and I enjoy his work. He is a native of Chillicothe, and I know he works diligently to provide accurate information. Thank you so much for that, Anonymous. And the next review is by M. Moretta. Uh, it says, I was very impressed with this short story compilation. I highly recommend this book to all book lovers. You will get pulled in right away. Well, thank you so much for my fans and for the kind words you put onto the reviews and inspiring me to do great and better things and to be a better person in general and to not lose that, that flair that I have within a creative streak and to continue to provide worthwhile stories that more and more people and the same that already like my stuff will continue to read. I especially love the book reviews written about my award-winning book haunted holidays this is what people are saying about this book neil parks has done it again haunting at its best haunted holidays is filled with non-stop paranormal action from halloween all the way to new year haunted holidays reveals horrifying true paranormal encounters mind-blowing you won't be able to put this book down spectacular stocking stuffer for holidays or any time of the year haunted holidays has my two thumbs up along with a five-star rating. And that's from Karen Vance Hammond, author of Shoe Marks. Uh, next one is from a sixth-grade reading teacher from Ohio. That's what she put in the review. I just needed to say that I have just finished reading Neil's third book, Haunted Holidays. It is so good, and I'm so incredibly proud of him. It is truly scary and also a great testimony of, to faith. If you are looking for a great read, digitally download it now or buy it in paperback. Now, this next review says this book was terrific. 
It was super well-written, interesting, and spooky. I absolutely loved how the book tied an individual holiday and showed how ghosts can be found in each of them. I am a teacher, and I think each of these stories will make great read-alouds as we get close to each holiday season because they are short and can be read within a few minutes. Additionally, I love how this book showed that ghosts can actually be angels, too. Really entertaining. And that was from initials D.H., who is also a school teacher. Uh, this is from Megan Floyd with Elite Entertainment. Very enjoyable read of local haunts. Interesting tales of things that most have heard stories of over the years. Looking forward to reading more from Neil Parks. And the last review for this book... For Neil Parks, the holiday season begins a little earlier than for most folks, although he's hoping to in some way change that feeling. The local paranormal investigator's third book, Haunted Holidays, features a series of 12 short stories about paranormal phenomenon experienced in the periods between Halloween and New Year's Eve, and that is from hellnotes.com. Look them up. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. The Pentagon's secret UFO program has some strange stories to tell. The former leader of the U.S. government's top secret UFO program has some strange stories to tell, and he is sharing some of them for the first time in a new documentary. Intelligence officer Luis Elizondo served as the former director of the Pentagon's Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, AATIP, an initiative launched in 2007 to study reports of UFO encounters. Elizondo departed the Pentagon in 2017. That year, he spoke with reporters at the New York Times confirming the existence of the shadowy agency and describing its mission. Now, Elizondo is pulling back the curtain on his tenure with the AATIP, which he left because of a lackluster official response to the agency's findings and their unwillingness to address potential risks from UFOs, according to the new show, Undefined Inside America's UFO Investigation, which premiered on May 31st on the History Channel at 10 p.m. No, there isn't a big reveal that the UFOs were alien spacecraft all along, but delving into long-hidden accounts of UFO investigations will hopefully encourage people and authorities to overcome long-standing stigmas and talk more openly about these mysterious aircraft, some of which may pose a bigger threat than we realize, Elizondo told Live Science. UFOs have perplexed and fascinated people for decades. They also pose a unique challenge to federal agents trying to determine if they represent a threat to national security. Before AATIP, the U.S. Air Force had launched Project Blue Book, which investigated more than 12,000 purported UFO sightings from 1952 to 1969. During Elzondo's tenure at AATIP, observers reported UFOs flying at hypersonic speeds more than five times the speed of sound. Yet there were none of the signatures that usually accompany aircraft flying at such fantastic speeds, such as a sonic boom, he said. 
The UFOs were also unexpectedly mobile, traveling so fast that they would have experienced gravitational forces or G-forces that far exceeded the limits of endurance for both humans and aircrafts. The F-16 Fighting Falcon aircraft, one of the most maneuverable in the U.S. arsenal, reaches its limit at around 16 to 18 Gs, while the human body can withstand about 9 Gs for a very short time before a person would start to black out, Elzondo said. These things that were observed that they were observing were pulling 400 to 500 Gs, he said. They don't have engines or even wings, and they are able to seemingly defy the natural effects of Earth's gravitational pull and what we know about physics. Some of the UFO sightings reported to AATIP were eventually resolved as aerial drones or test firings of new types of missiles that were spotted from an unusual angle. But while many astonishing UFOs still defied explanation, there simply isn't enough evidence to suggest they belong to extraterrestrials, Alzando added. However, another possibility is even more unsettling than the prospect of an alien invasion, that a foreign adversary has secretly developed technologies that are strategic game changers, unlike anything ever seen before, he said. Addressing the potential threat is an unnecessary step that government officials, even those that support AATIP, don't take seriously enough, according to Elizondo. What's more, the entrenched secrecy shrouding official UFO investigations only reinforces the association of UFOs with tinfoil hats and ridiculous stories. We trust the American people to know that North Korea has nuclear warheads pointed at Los Angeles. Yet we don't trust them with the knowledge that there's something in our skies that we don't know what it is. That seems counterproductive to me, Alzando noted. Well, that's it for today. See you next time on Paranormally Speaking. I'm Neil Parks, your host, award-winning author, paranormal enthusiast. Have a great weekend, and thank you so much for tuning in today. Stay safe out there. You're unbelievable.